from India's largest newsroom, I'm Arun George, and this is the Times of India podcast. In his first IPL in 2008, the young batsman of whom much was expected batted in 13 innings and scored a measly 165 runs. He averaged 15 runs in a season that was quickly forgotten. 14 years later, the same batsman is averaging 16 runs after 9 matches, but the spotlight won't be shifting from Virat Kohli's batting anytime soon. He's been dismissed for zero on two occasions and has looked unlike himself through the tournament so far. The former Indian captain was in the worst slump of his career across formats before this tournament even began. His current struggles have prompted suggestions from taking a break to quitting T20 internationals altogether. Worse, this struggle for form comes months ahead of India's squad being picked for the T20 World Cup. K. Srinivas Rao, who's Times of India's cricket editor, caught up with cricket analyst and commentator Ayaz Memon to try and decode this slump in form and also how Virat Kohli can get out of it. What do you make of the Virat Kohli that you see right now, whether it's on the field, on television, what do you make of it? Well, I'm flabbergasted. One is flabbergasted because of the you know, the long sequence of poor scores that he's had, not just in this IPL season. This IPL season has been, you know, it's, a, it's not a lean trot anymore. It's becoming a horror run. He's just not able to get the ball off the square. When he does, it's either to get run out or he's giving a catch, which may or may not be taken. And then a couple of golden ducks. This is not the Virat Kohli that we know. And when you juxtapose it with the kind of form or lack of it that he's had over the past two and a half years, you have to start scratching your heads, which I've been doing for a long while now as to what is really going wrong. Why is he not getting the runs? Not just not getting the runs. He doesn't look like he'll get the runs. And that's really the big problem. The, the match-winning knock that he's played, it's not about 100 or 50 or 60. But where he's made a contribution where India has won the match and you've said, Virat has won this match for you. And I think that's what is also biting him. That's, that's something that is causing him, I, in my opinion, a lot of uh, personal kind of... Uh, dismay as to why he himself can't get these scores going. There was a time when the centuries were coming to him like smokers flick the ash of the cigarette. It's like a century. He was making centuries with that periodicity. Every third or fourth innings, it was 100. Then he reaches 100 number 70. And after that, he just come to a grinding halt. You know, as with a lot of great cricketers, <laughs> we've seen that there was always a square one they would they would go back to. And we are, when we are talking about great cricketers, cricketers who have technically been very strong, we always saw them as they belong, having a square one to go back to every time that they found themselves lost at every milestone. Do, do you think Virat is struggling to find where that proverbial square one is for him? In my opinion, the square one, Srini, is Virat is you know struggling to find himself. But it seems like, and he's trying to cling on to things where he's failing to cling on to them. When you are a, a, such a high-level performer for so many years and you're talking of a batsman who's been around or a cricketer who's been around for now 12, 13 years at the international level and of which one can safely say that at least eight or nine years, he was in his pump. Nothing could stop him. He was unstoppable. He was irrepressible. And then suddenly it comes to a stage where you ask yourself, and I'm sure Virat must be asking himself, what, what the hell is going wrong? What's happening? Uh, it, it's... The middle of the bat doesn't seem to exist. It's edges or he's missing the line. Uh, he's being troubled by spin. He's being troubled by pace. He's being troubled by swing. 
it's not a technical issue in my opinion. If you saw Virat Kohli bat, the last really fluent innings one saw Virat play was the 74 he made against Australia at Adelaide, which actually India lost very badly because we got bowled out for 36. He was unfortunate to be run out when he looked to be, I mean, almost set for a certain century. After that, in test matches and even in ODIs, he's had his moments. He's made half centuries against England. He's made half centuries in South Africa. And he's looked extremely solid without quite looking the world-beating batsman. He had a good knock in the World Test Championship against New Zealand. It almost seemed that he would win that match for India. When he was overnight not out and the next morning he falls early and then the India fold up. It's been a long, long while since you watched a Virat Kohli innings and said, you, or you were confident, this guy is going to win the match for us. And that to me has been the most problematic assessment for the large part of his career. Whenever I've seen Virat bat, I had this feeling or the confidence that this guy is in really good you know, he's stroking the ball so well. Of course, every batsman needs a little luck. But he's just looking so sharp, so good. And he's got the measure of the bowling that he's going to win the match for you. Now, that feeling does not come easily today. It's not coming at all. And that's really the most problematic for me. I guess, what if this is not about cricket at all, but everything surrounding Virat the cricketer? And I'm not saying that he's lost motivation. But look at the things that have happened around him. You know, having to let go of captaincy across formats, the clouds hovering around, the, 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 the lack of communication that he's had with BCCI, all of this obviously is adding up, right? So, is this about cricket? Uh, this is everything surrounding Virat's cricket, not just the cricket. Uh, in some matches, at least in the IPL, it looks like he's not been able to read what the bowler is doing or what the pitch is doing at all. It almost seems, you know, it's an amateur at play, not one of the great modern masters. So then you start wondering, it's not about his cricket. He's obviously been through a lot in the last two, two and a half years. It is about him as the batsman. It's not about him as a businessman that we are worried. That's not the relevant issue for, for fans in India or fans of, uh, across the world of Virat Kohli. Look, I'll, 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 let me explain it this way. Ravi Shastri feels that he, his brain is fried, whatever it means. Yeah. And we all know what it means, that he's probably just, he just had too much on his plate for too long and therefore he needs time out. While Sanjay Bangar, who's also an ex-India international, was batting coach for India when Virat was captain and Ravi was the chief coach and now is the coach of Royal Challengers Bangalore, feels, no, nothing's really wrong with him, but he's just one innings away from becoming his old self, which means that don't take time off. Now, between these two kind of rather extreme positions, there's a whole universe of opinion. But I think now the situation has reached a stage where the answer, again, I'll resort to a cliche, I'll, uh, the answer has to come from Virat. It has come with the bat in the middle, how he copes with the bowling. Remember one thing, today every bowler, even the guys with the least experience and not widely regarded or highly regarded, they seem to have the confidence that they can get Virat out. While earlier, even the best bowlers, if Virat walked out, his chest, chest thrust out, walked into the field in his aggressive manner, they would be intimidated. Now, that's a massive difference that has happened. There seems to be no that anger, that remorse, that, that sheer anger that you are used to seeing on a Virat Kohli's face. Like, you know, he, he you know how it is. When a Virat Kohli walks away in a half, everybody has to notice the manner in which he walks away. That anger is gone missing. 
Is there something you see there? Well, I wouldn't say that he does that anger is not there or that remorse is not there because it's very difficult for us to sit and judge what's going on in his mind. Some people might advocate actually he needs to chill and be a little more thoughtful rather than being his old aggressive self because it's not taking him taking him anywhere. He's tried that; it's not helped him. He needs to kind of recoup and regroup in his mind. Shrini, I've seen a lot of batsmen go through lean trots in my career as a journalist. You know, from the great Wim Richards to the great Sunil Gavaskar to the great Javed Miyadad. great sachin tendulkar and rahul dravid we seen all of them go through lean phases in the life of batsmen or players who play for 10 15 20 years is inevitable you work towards ending it on your own steam sometimes circumstances conspire what has happened is he's also got you know you find virat and not just in the ipl over the last year and a half and it's not an excuse but he's had a dog's luck he's got run out he gets an unplayable delivery he gets an edge which you know somebody takes a brilliant catch the most dismaying kind of phase i saw in my career and you know it's still so vivid in my life of a batsman going to pieces and a really high quality batsman was gundappa vishwanath in pakistan in 1982 83 which was my first tour gundappa vishwanath and sunil gavaskar were the the epitome of fantastic batsmanship coming from india and both were peerless matchless Use whatever adjective you want, and in that series, in six Test matches he played, in all of them he just went to pieces. I think he had one half century, but in one match he was bowled, shouldering arms to Imran Khan, and that one delivery virtually finished his career because the impact of that, seeing it on television, was so huge on minds of not just the Indian fans and the rest of his team, but also the selectors, and they start thinking, "Arey, ye to khatam ho gaya," and then. the pressure built up on him and therefore the low, low run of scores continued and what happened was he was dropped from the tour of the west indies and a lot of players including if you speak to a gavaskar today or a ravi shastri today or a dilip vengsato today they still maintain that that was a really wrong step vishnath lost his place didn't go to the west indies it all it ended his career even with virat except this phase in the IPL where i think is just piling on the pressure is kept piling on he's in a stupor he's gripped in my opinion it looks like more and more self doubt that if i go out now can i break free of this it's almost like somebody is in a spell now this is very difficult to rationalize because you're talking of a guy who's made 8000 test runs averages almost 50 he's just gone below 15 test cricket still averages 50 plus in odis still averages 50 plus in t20s so this is not a guy who, in as i see it whose career has come to an end what he is going through is a horror run now how does he come out of that horror run as i mentioned earlier the battle is in the middle on the field and remember it's very difficult now because all these bowlers have their confidence boosted with the knowledge that this guy is going through a massive struggle so they are putting even more pressure on them you will find that the bowlers are upping their game cricket was such that you would always take time out for yourself and you always found the time to shut off what do you make of this generation why we speak of virat you're looking at a time and age where cricketers are almost uh, you know they are absent minded to the whole idea of shutting off what would be yeah. the right thing to do would be just to take a break and i i agree with you i mean it's it's not just that you're playing virtually 365 days of the year or at least 300 days of the year but you're always under the spotlight or the limelight and not just from 
conventional media, but also social media, of which you all players are also active participants in. So one has to make allowance for that and say, hey, you have to learn to cope with it. Otherwise, get off. You know, don't be part of it. Uh, even the fact that there's non-stop cricket, and Ravi said this, and I, he's right to an extent. But remember, Ravi also played county cricket, which is seven days a week, and he may not have played for eight, ten years, but some others have played. Different strokes for different folks. I think that if your body can take it, if your mind can take it, you will stretch it to the optimum, to the maximum. All sports persons, whether they're footballers and cricketers or whatever else they play, they always argue, and this is when the going is good. They always argue that our time is limited at the, at the top. If I'm doing well, how can I move out? Because that's the time when I'm, you know, I'm reaping the rewards of my hard work. And you are asking me to stop playing. But when things start going bad, or they are not working out, the results are not forthcoming, then you start wondering, hey, what's what's gone wrong? Am I burnt out? Am I doing something which I shouldn't be doing? Should I take time off? So this is the the internal strife that all of us face. Where I buy the argument for uh, uh, that Ravi is making, and I'll just extrapolate that a bit. Look at what's happening even with Rohit Sharma in this series. And since the 100 that he made in in uh, in England, in the Test Match 100, he's not had success or great success. Uh, he's had great success as a captain, but not great success as a batsman. And in the IPL, he's been as bad as Virat, though he's not looked as... In, in such woeful touch as Virat has. He's not got golden ducks. He's not been run out. He's actually got decent starts and then, you know, he's kind of almost thrown his wicket away because he's trying to dominate the bowling. But the number of runs that they've made is they're actually step in step. Now, what's going wrong with Rohit has now moved up in status and greater focus on him and therefore more demands on his time and more demands on his decision-making abilities. And not to forget... All these guys, not, not just Indians, they're going through life in the bubble for a long period of time. That takes its toll. I think none of them is a 19, 20-year-old. They, they have a decade and more of experience. So I think the onus is also on them to take a call on their lives. Uh, for instance, both are handsomely paid in the IPL. Nong's the best. So if it's really troubling you playing after all that you played in the bubbles and this, that and the other IPL, do you take a call that I'm going to play only one third of the IPL and I'll take one third of the fee? It's a big risk. It's a big call. But it's only these guys who can take the call. It's these guys who can take the call. And it's these right. guys, I mean, the call has to be taken not on a whim, but to sort out things that may be going wrong. So you're taking a call which you must believe is constructive and is helpful. In 2020, don't you think that it is momentum alone that makes a difference? If you're not carrying it from day one, heading in, you've just lost it from day one. And again, uh, you know, what kind of a, a, a message do we send to, you know, kind of the youngsters? This is a rhetor rhetorical question. And I asked this question of myself first. I said, if the team for the World T20 is going to be chosen today or tomorrow, would that be in it or not? I extended that to even include Rohit Sharma, but Rohit, of course, is the captain and he's not had such a dismal time, so to speak. But Virat, and I, I asked that question and I, the, I answered myself and I said, I would, in a large part, in deference to what Virat is and stands for and has been, 
the champion batsman, the match winner. But the, the other qualities which I think can be valuable, and I'm now looking at it from a World T20 point of view, is that the richness of his experience. He understands all the opponents that are going to be there in the tournament, the pitches, the conditions, the fact of beating Australia in Australia or doing well in Australia as an individual, as a team. The influence that he can wield, even if he's a struggling player, on youngsters who may be in the team. But having said that for both, nobody is indispensable. And the competition in Indian cricket is extremely intense. Sometimes you feel that the best way out of uh, a lean trot is to keep playing and, you know, you get that one innings and all the doubts kind of wither away. They vanish, they dissipate. So should that be the, the approach? or should they, It could work. We don't know. My only thing is both, and certainly Virat, needs to get runs ASAP. There are exam, enough examples, even this season, of how it can work the other way around. Kuldeep Yadav and Yuzvendra Chahal. They are... I mean, if you have to choose a team tomorrow for the T20 World Cup, certainly Chahal will be there. I don't know about Kuldeep Yadav. Maybe he also. You know, he could be there. Uh, you've suddenly got Umesh Yadav knocking on the doors and saying, hey, don't leave me out. If you ask me in this IPL, frankly, there are two or three guys who made maximum impact. One is KL Rahul. I'm talking of the Indian players. The other is Umran Malik. Yeah. And the third is Yuzvendra Chahal for me. Jaspreet Bumrah, the great Jaspreet Bumrah has been kind of flogged also by some number eight or number nine of some team. So would you say that, oh, good God, now what is going to happen to Bumrah? Are we going to now start worrying what the hell, you know, should we take him or not? I don't think that's that's the way it works. You know, there are players who are of such proven class over such a long period of time that they will and they deserve to get that extra leeway than somebody else. You will not give that leeway to everybody. I mean, look at the way Hardik Pandya has come back. You know, in, during the T20 World Cup in UAE, people were saying, ask him to retire. Khatam ho gaya. Can't bowl. Batting nahi karta hai. You know, only fielding, you can't play him. You have to pick him. When I said that if you're selecting a team tomorrow, actually, we're not selecting a team tomorrow. We're selecting a team only in September or October. Or we so, may be making a short list around that time. What we've got in between is... Matches against South Africa, matches against England, one half of the IPL still remaining. So, if suppose Virat's form changes dramatically, he smashes a couple of hundreds in the IPL, wins a few matches against South Africa and does the same against England, I challenge you to drop him. But if he doesn't get runs and if he continues in the same vein, then it's a different ball game altogether. It's a different story. Would you, would you consign him to the dustbin because... He's made eight innings in the IPL without runs. I don't think so. I wouldn't do it. Today's episode was produced by Jairaj Singh, Sunai Marathe and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TY+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, Email us at tuipodcast at timesinternet.in.